Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It was nearly four o'clock when that light was extinguished, and I heaved a sigh as I murmured to myself, the name of poor lucy craddock when day came and i was enabled to call upon alexander after breakfast i examined the young wife and mother with more attention than usual and it then struck me that she was visibly wasting away her health was evidently declining and her spirits were entirely forced she was gay and lively as ever but that gaiety and liveliness were assumed not real artificial not natural the veil which an excellent and amiable woman a most affectionate wife and the best of mothers put on to cover the secret of her breaking heart three months of the year for which alexander had been remanded passed away and lucy beheld her children drooping and pining through want of proper air and exercise this discovery was a new affliction she would not permit the little things to play about along with the ragged dirty offspring of the other prisoners on the poor side and she was unable to spare the time to take them out herself i understood the struggle that was passing in her mind if she devoted an hour or two each day to them she must give up some of the work which as i found out she had obtained from a warehouse in the borough and by so doing their comforts and those of her husband would be abridged on the other hand she could not see those poor innocents confined to a close room and pining for fresh air she accordingly resolved to take them out for a certain period each day and to steal another hour or two from her repose i knew that she did this because when i either walked about until very late or else rose early to take my ramble about the prison i saw the light in the chamber even at five o'clock in the morning my god it is as true as i am here that this poor devoted woman at length limited herself to only three hours rest and though her children improved in health her own was suffering the most frightful ravages it was evident that alexander did not suspect the labor and toil which his wife endured he had sunk into a species of apathy which blinded him to a fact that i discovered so easily and which gave me the acutest pain you may be sure that i did all i could for the family and in as delicate a way as possible always proposing to join my dinner to theirs when i knew that i had a better one than they 
but my own resources were becoming daily more cramped and my accursed chancery business not only lingered on but absorbed all the funds i could raise or my friends could muster in my behalf thus six months passed away lucy in the meantime being worn down to a skeleton and seeming only the shadow of her former self still she grew not slovenly dirt that too frequent companion of poverty was not the characteristic of her little chamber and her husband always had his clean shirt for the sabbath and even decent apparel considering that he lived on the poor side of the king's bench prison it was term time and my business compelled me to take a day rule that is to say i obtained permission to go out for a day to attend to my affairs my friends giving security to the marshal of the bench for my safe return i resolved to avail myself of this opportunity to call on walkden and represent to him the cruelty and absurdity of keeping alexander in confinement when by withdrawing the detainer he might restore him to freedom i was prepared to find walkden a severe and hard man but the reception i experienced was calculated to make me set him down as a fiend in mortal shape the moment i mentioned my business he stopped me short rising from his seat and saying in a cold icy manner the name of craddock is abhorrent to me sir i was grossly insulted by his injurious suspicions and he shall rot in prison before i permit him to escape my vengeance he thinks that he will be freed in six months time but he is mistaken no sir i exclaimed indignantly it is you who are mistaken the fiat of the insolvents court is stronger than your vindictive will we shall see observed walkden in an implacable tone and i was compelled to withdraw not only grieved at the ill success of my visit but filled with vague apprehensions that fresh persecutions were in waiting for my unhappy friend but i did not breathe a word to either alexander or lucy relative to the step which i had taken nor the fears thus excited within me although i could not banish the lawyer's dark menace from my thoughts months passed away lucy still managed to keep the wolf from the door as the vulgar phrase goes while her health was sinking rapidly at length the period grew nigh when alexander expected to obtain his deliverance and now his spirits began to rise he gradually shook off the apathy which had so long clouded his intellect and impaired his energies and he spoke highly of the prospect of release but walkden watched him from a distance and seemed to gloat over the new scheme of vengeance which he had in store for this hapless family indeed the blow came on a day when alexander had declared to me that he had not felt his heart so light for a long long time a detainer was lodged against him at the gate a detainer for a thousand pounds the fact was that a mistake had been committed in alexander's schedule and an item to that extent omitted the judgment of the court was therefore void and null in respect to a debt not inserted in the schedule for such is the atrocious law 
made on purpose to persecute those unfortunate debtors who do not come within the meaning of the acts which enable traitors to apply to the bankruptcy court the way that i heard first of the detainer being lodged at walkton's suit was in this wise a charwoman came to my room saying that mrs craddock who appeared to be in great distress of mind wished to see me immediately i hurried to the poor side a misgiving preparing my mind to receive intelligence of farther persecution on the part of the fiend walkton on entering the craddock's chamber i found alexander lying almost senseless on the bed deep and prolonged gaspings alone denoting that he was alive lucy was on her knees imploring him not to give way to despair and the children were crying piteously although they were too young to understand the nature of the misfortune which had fallen on their parents heads i strove to awaken my unhappy friend to the necessity of enduring this new affliction with courage and in a short time my representations joined to lucy's prayers and entreaties succeeded to some little extent you must petition the insolvents court again i said and you are sure of having no farther remand in six weeks you will be free but the means the means to pass this ordeal a second time he exclaimed almost frantically the marshal has some charitable funds at his disposal i observed and i will instantly wait upon him and present the whole circumstances of the case alexander was in that feverish state of excitement which cannot endure suspense when any gleam of hope is afforded in the midst of despair and he urged me to lose no time in seeing the marshal as i quitted the room lucy pressed my hand in a manner expressive of deep emotion as she murmured in a low tone you are our only friend within ten minutes i was seated in the marshal's private office explaining the nature of my business i unreservedly and frankly revealed to him alexander craddock's whole history and you may 